Hi there. Thanks for tuning in to the GeForce Podcast, a show for car enthusiasts by car enthusiasts. On this episode, we're going to try something new, a new mini-series called Would You Buy? The premise is pretty simple. Pick a need for a car, pick a budget, and present a few options that meet the needs. Essentially, it's just an excuse for us to do some window shopping, but also, more importantly, to start the debate on which option is best for each category. Now, before we jump in, I want to make it clear that the needs and budgets are fairly arbitrary. I'm not actually in the position to buy another car at the moment, so this is really just a lot of window shopping. But this is also an opportunity for you. Please reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram to let us know A. Which car option you choose from the examples we share, B. Which cars we missed, and C. What we should set as the budget and need criteria for the next episode of Would You Buy? Anyway, to kick off this new series, we thought we should hit on a pretty high note. Track cars. Car enthusiasts love the idea of having purpose-built track cars. Cars that can be thrashed at the track and not need to serve any other purpose. For track cars, we're looking specifically at circuit and autocross vehicles. Not drift vehicles, not drag cars. Although, those might be future episodes. Now for the budget. $20,000. That's a pretty decent chunk of change. But it also seems to be an attainable goal for a lot of people. Sure, setting aside $20,000 for a toy is a ton of money. But it's a pretty convenient budget benchmark, allowing for a fun combination of new cars and older cars with more track mods. And yes, track mods need to fit in the 20k budget too. So with that, let's jump in with the three cars we've picked. First up, a car you've heard a lot about on the GeForce podcast. The Toyota GT86, Subaru BRZ, and Scion FRS. What more can we say that's not already been talked about here on GeForce? This platform is just quite simply an example of some of the best driver's cars out there on the market. Engaging to drive, communicative, nimble, light, the GT86 lineup is a pretty brilliant platform to start with for a track build, especially one for $20,000. So how does the spending break down? For this, it's pretty easy to find used examples of GT86s or FRSs for under $16,000, but let's use $17,000 as a purchase price, including taxes. That's not much for a relatively new between five to eight years old, sports car with a six-speed manual transmission, and definitely get the manual. The auto robs a lot of the driving experience and even some of the performance. The remaining 3K can be either directly put back into your wallet, because I mean, this platform is pretty much set from the factory to kill it at the autocross and even do some beginner track days. But let's go ahead and use the full budget, because race car. 
Half of the remaining cash can be put towards a set of track-specific wheels and tires, which should be able to fit in the passenger seat and rear of the car on the way to the track itself. Take another $500 to upgrade the brake pads and fluid to track-oriented ones. This will help reduce brake fade on the longer, more aggressive track days. Finally, with the remaining 1000 you can put that towards increasing power. Probably with an intake, maybe some headers, and definitely a tune. If you get the headers, that could potentially help mitigate the infamous torque dip at around 3k RPM, so that could be a very noticeable improvement for the track performance. And there you go! 20k spent on a real fantastic track car. Now it won't be the fastest car out there, but boy, will it destroy the corners. The GT86 is a momentum car, meaning you need to carry as much speed into and out of the corners as possible, which many people say is the perfect starter track car for a beginner driver on the track. So this is a great option for those of you who haven't gotten that much experience on the track, or have gotten some experience but want to get better at driving. But what if you want something with a bit more power and a lot more pedigree? Well then, option 2 might be up your street. An E46 M3. Arguably one of the best sports coupes ever built. The E46 M3, produced from 2000 to 2006, paired a legendary inline-six engine to a fantastically designed chassis. Now before you jump the gun, yes, we realize, the E46 M3 is not a cheap car, and has actually started to climb back up in value after hitting its low point thanks to depreciation. Now that being said, it's still possible to get one for under $20,000, and then just take it out to the autocross and do some light track duty. However, if you work a little bit harder, make some compromises, and get a higher mileage example, you can get into an E46 M3 for around fifteen dollars to $16,000. Sure, you might have to get one with faded paint and a worn interior, or even one that has an SMG transmission. That was BMW's attempt to make a paddle shift transmission for track enthusiasts. But these items don't matter too much when it comes to a car that's main purpose is to serve as a track weapon. Now for the ideal build, you'll get a manual. Oh, and make sure it's a coupe. The convertibles really aren't allowed on a lot of track events. So a manual coupe with some decent amount of miles at about 16k post tax. That leaves you with 4k left to spend on parts. Now. One of the fatal flaws with the E46 chassis, and this is where it becomes a typical BMW, is that it needs its rear subframe to be reinforced to prevent it cracking. This here is worth spending the 2.5 to 3k getting it reinforced and repaired before you go out on the track. The hard accelerations put a lot of stress on the differential, which then hurt the mounts that the differential uses and that's what causes some of the cracking at the subframe. After you've spent that money, get some performance tires installed that can be driven on the road and on the track, and you're all set. Now this option is a lot more prone to extra maintenance, because BMW. But the E46 M3 
is legendary in the car community because of how capable it is. The S54 inline six, hands down one of the greatest engines ever made for a road car. I'm quite confident that an E46 M3 can beat a GT86 on pretty much any track, but I don't know if you can get as many laps out of it without putting in some decent TLC in between those track days. Now the final option we came up with is something for our American fans. A C5 Corvette. Big V8 sports car. Perfect for the track, right? The C5 Corvette was built from 1997 to 2004, so it sorta competed with the E46 M3. That being said, it's a bit more of a brute, it's far less refined and far less luxurious than a Beamer. But who cares about luxury on a track? All that matters is going faster. The good thing about the C5 Corvette is that Chevy built a ton of them across several different trim levels. And beyond that, the LS V8 engine platform used in the C5 Corvette was carried on for almost a decade after the last C5 rolled off the line. So there are a ton of them lying around junkyards if you need some replacement V8 parts. Plus there's a huge aftermarket community supporting these engines and these cars. Now for the build. Set aside 14k for the car purchase. Yeah, that's going to be the cheapest out of all three of these cars, and yes, this is actually going to be pretty easy to find. The E46 is by far the hardest to find within this budget. Corvette's going to be probably one of the easiest. It's not going to be the cleanest car ever, it's going to show some wear and tear, but it's going to be a good car to start with. After spending 14000 on the car, drop 1500 bucks on wheels and tires, and another $1,500 on bigger brakes. With the interior, you should swap out the questionable stock seats for a bucket seat, which you can get for about 500 bucks. Now again, the seats, the wheels, even the brakes, there's a good chance you can get a lot of this stuff used. I mean, with the brakes, make sure you're just getting the calipers and replace the rotors and pads. But otherwise, there's a lot of aftermarket community to support this car, so you can get a lot of these components for a lot less than it would cost to modify, say, the BMW. Alright, so you've got about $2,500 remaining. Get a cam, some headers, and a tune. And boom, you'll have a 450 horsepower beast that will beat most things on the track. Now this build assumes a few things. First of all, you're a more experienced driver looking for a proper fast race car. Two, you can get your car over to a cheap shop to do the cam work or can do it yourself. And three, you don't mind your neighbors hating you every time you start your car early in the morning to head to the track. Those headers are going to make a big difference. So there you go, three track builds for $20,000 all built for different levels of track driver level skill. Make sure to reach out on Twitter and Instagram to share your thoughts using hashtag GeForcePodcast and hashtag WouldYouBuy to let us know how stupid or brilliant these builds are.